0: Welcome to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast. I am your host, Jode, and Mel. Read us in.
1: Welcome back to the Strong Family Project Podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. Today
0: we're talking about sportsmanship, and we're not talking just about sports. The value that kids get and adults get about learning about what it means to be a good sport. I think I said th- about three times in that sentence. <laughs> a little clunky to jump us off. But let me get into a little story for you that I saw this week that's prompted this episode. So we encourage our kids to play at least one sport or activity. Our oldest son wasn't doing many. He's doing a lot of extracurriculars, but not any sports, because there is some valuable learning. And I said, I don't care what you choose. You can choose anything you want. It could be, I don't know, named golf could be soccer could be football could be swimming could be track could be any of these things but you got to choose one because the value of being coached and learning is too important to go through all of school and not have that in uh, a physical environment you do get taught in school and then if you do similar extracurriculars where you sit in a room and someone teaches you something that's cool you can learn some more things that way but it's the same style and so we want to introduce our kids to different styles so the kids chose sports. Logan chose football this year, which has been great. He's learning the athletic, the actual technical way in the, to play football, but that's not really what success looks like. It is this year. It's his first year ever playing. We want him to buy into the process of being coached and doing some hard things. Now, the reason why I share that, our son Henry's been playing soccer for a few years. He had a game this week against a school that smoked him last year. They absolutely clobbered Henry's team last year at a private school here in Colorado Springs and very expensive, very nice school, very fancy. And they rolled in and this time Henry's team beat them fairly sound for nothing in a soccer game. And they're oh, I guess they're one of their better players. I don't say star player. This is like sixth grade soccer, right? Sixth mm-hmm. seventh grade soccer. Yeah. The young man played a very aggressive game, got a bunch of penalties because he was getting frustrated and knocking the other kids over. And then at the end of the game, this child grabbed his bag and stormed off the field, didn't do the handshake line, didn't thank the coaches, ran right to his mom's car and they drove off. Now, I'm not actually blaming the young man. That's why I'm leaving the name of the school out. Like, none of this is very important. But there's some people that failed him in that opportunity. The coaches failed to say, hey, this sportsmanship thing is really important. We This is a game. We're talking about a game here that we have the privilege of playing. This isn't something that we have to do. It's something that we get to do. We get to play sports. We get to play activities. You have to learn good sportsmanship. And that is more important than the outcome of a sixth-grade soccer game by far. And then the parent who put them in the cars, yeah, and reinforced to me, yeah, let's get out of here. That was garbage you guys lost and, like, you got penalties, whatever. And I felt bad for that young man because he's not learning good sportsmanship. And the reason why I say it's so much more than just sports, things aren't going to go your way in life. And it's how you react to those things is, quote, unquote, good sportsmanship in your life. I get kicked in the crotch with a lot of things all the time. I get bad <laughs> phone calls. like, wow, that was really – but I'm not going to – lash out and blame other people i'm not going to storm off the quote-unquote field and, and run off to my room and have a pity party for myself and i think if we start this young with our kids and teach them good sportsmanship good sharing good ways to recover when things don't go their way whether it's in actual sports or whether it's just in life like those examples i just mentioned we can do them a huge service now but we have to be intentional about it
1: This reminds me of this series of books written by Andy Frisella, and one of them specifically talks about sportsmanship. Now, everybody wants to win. Of course you want to win. It feels great to win. Winning's awesome. (laughs) It's awesome. You're right. And in this particular book, they're playing football. It's like these dog characters, whatever. And this one dog loses and isn't super upset about it, while the other one who loses is like throwing things and really upset. And they're like, how is it that you're not upset about losing? And he's like, either I win or I learn. And I think kids don't always like to hear that because winning is awesome and everybody wants to win. But if you have the perspective of, I might win, that's awesome. But if I lose, what am I going to do with that? Like you were saying, how are you going to react? How are you going to respond? If you respond by asking yourself, hey, what can I learn from this experience? How can I be humbled by this experience? Because clearly that child hasn't been taught to be humble. And humble meaning you still need to go through the line and shake hands. I love watching like professional like, I noticed this in professional football we were watching yesterday. Oh, it wasn't? It was a college football. But, like, a guy will tackle his opponent, and then he'll still help him up. It's not like you're yeah. just like, I got you, and then you walk well, up. And sometimes you still got gotcha, and then you help
0: him up anyways. Right,
1: okay, I didn't play, so, like, I get that. But I, I noticed that. I'm like, they're competing. They're, like, having this fight against each other, but they're still showing sportsmanship. They're still showing that attitude of helping them up as we try to always connect things to the greater life picture this is a really important lesson
0: yeah you help the quarterback up after you sack them say hey let me get you back to your feet because i want you to get your next play in i'll be right back see you in a couple <laughs> seconds but people outside of sports don't get it. it's not it is trash talking but it's not done in like a hateful way right. it's done in a chop busting way it's it, a lot of it is mind games too and that's more higher level stuff. But it's, it's true whether it's a, a bad grade and a test and an activity that went the wrong way, a business meeting that doesn't go your way. If you just throw a pity party, like I see reinforced in sports at a young age, that, but it could be reinforced in other things. You're going to set kids up for failure. I see parents do it. I see parents storm off the field. We had a parent storm off the field a week ago. Like I see these things. I saw another coach in Logan's first football game threatened to fight a parent in the stands and made it the game all about him and not at all about the kids and this guy had a good energy about him like a very active personality that if he used that to elevate the kids it would have been great for the kids but he didn't he was using it in a negative way making it about him and almost got himself beat up in the parking lot (laughs) wow it's wild in these kids sports
1: brings it back to role modeling. That's really the position that we're in as parents or as coaches. And I, when you mention that, I think about how, I try to say this on the podcast a lot. We're not raising little kids. We're raising people who are going to be adults. So if we act that way, what are we going to teach them? If you have a coach who behaves that way, what are you teaching the kids? This boy that stormed off, I think you mentioned the mom tried to get him to go back, but apparently- She did not. I want to make sure. Oh, the coach tried, though? Nobody tried. tried. I walked over to see what was
0: going on. I was just curious. Okay. And so this young man jogged off the field, grabbed his book bag, and was heading toward the exit saying nothing to anybody. The coaches looked at him and then just let him go. Maybe it's a – I don't – maybe they criticized him in, in private, which is fine, too. But the mom was waiting there by the gate, got him right in the car, they drove off.
1: Okay, maybe I was just wishful thinking. As I no,
0: I am I'm, like no one helped this young man. It was extremely sad to see this kid is going to grow up with a lot of incorrect assumptions about life if he's allowed to behave this way.
1: Right, and that's my point. He will be an adult. Like when, as parents, did we, we need to start thinking about that. I know when you have a little newborn, you're not thinking, oh, you're going to be 18 one day and gone. But as soon as they start to really get into things, like even with our five-year-old, like I do need to understand his experiences right now, are going to shape who he becomes later on. And that's really disappointing to me. That boy is like that. And I'm not saying that things can't be turned around, but it's probably role modeling at home is likely part of that.
0: And so I'm not going to pick on this this kid anymore. It did bother me for a few days. I'll, I'll pick on our kids. <laughs> Henry missed a goal and then he punched the ground. And after think I'm like, what was that? I was so frustrated with myself. Now he did does the sports. He doesn't take it out on anyone else, which is what success looks like to me. But I also don't want him to take it out on himself and get all down in the dumps. And so uh, let me give you something, an, an actionable item that you can use after a sport or activity that does not go your child's way. He had a frustrating game where they got a beat down a few weeks ago. And we always go in this order. I say, hey, today, because I know he wants to come off the field and start complaining immediately. We have to anchor ourselves to gratitude. It's one of our family's core values. So what went well in this game? And they say, well, I guess with this, these couple of kids are passing a lot better. Okay, what did you learn today? And then he'll share that and say, okay, what else do you want to talk about? And then he'll minimize his complaining. Otherwise, he come off the field and just want to be, oh, this went terrible. Everything went bad. Missed this kick. That's not the conversation we're having right now. We'll get to that in a second. But first, what did you learn? Because I want to make sure if you did lose, that you're getting value out of this experience. And when you're not practicing good sportsmanship, you're missing the value out of the challenge you just went through and the loss you just went through. You might as well try to get some value because losing stings, and that's okay. And I frame it with the kids, with sports. It... The score doesn't really matter. It's all about learning until you get up to a higher level. And then it's more about winning. Like they need to understand there's a shift there too. And maybe it's varsity sports. Maybe that's collegiate sports. But right right now you're playing at a level where everyone deserves to play. All these kids, you want them to buy into the program. So you, they deserve playing time too. We're just not going to play the best kids in fifth grade. Like you want the other kids. You never know who's going to mature and who's going is going to click with and who is going to build the character and the good sportsmanship at that age. So you want to play against the better kids because they'll make you better. You want, you'll want you probably stack up a good amount of losses at this age, and that's okay because you're going to learn faster than everyone else and it'll pay off when it starts to matter more.
1: And this is coming to mind the word earn. Like you have to earn the wins too. There's kids that... Just go to practice, and that's fine if they want to learn. There's other kids who practice constantly, like Henry, you can't find him in the house without a soccer ball at his feet. Like, he's truly trying to earn it. So I think part of that comes from the order of how you ask him those questions. What went well? What can you learn? Or what can you work on at home? And then just asking those questions first immediately takes him out of the complain mode and gives him something to actionably work on.
0: All right, so this is the quick 10-minute Tuesday episode, so I wanted to give you that tip, that line of questioning you could use. Think of sportsmanship more than just sports. You can use a different word for it and how they react. I just like the word sportsmanship because it encompasses what we're talking about here pretty well. And it's not about really winning or losing. It's about how you handle winning and losing. We handled. We talked about the losing side of it. We didn't really talk about the winning side of it. Not going to on this episode, but that matters too. You got to be a good winner. You got to understand those things like you don't rub in someone's face. You feel good about your accomplishment and still you need to talk about what you learned and what went well and what needs to go better next time. And having that line of questioning ready wins or losses helps ground your children in the reality that wins and losses are something separate than what they learn, what they can improve and where they are going now. It doesn't define who they are. It's just one game.
1: And in that book I mentioned earlier, I think they actually tried to make the point where losing can sometimes be more beneficial than winning because you actually might learn something from the loss. And with the win, you're just high on your win and don't actually take the time to learn.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast. We'll talk to everyone on Thursday with a special episode for you. You don't want to miss.